0: This is the Wizard's Nightshirt Podcast, episode number one. Welcome to The Wizard's Nightshirt. This is episode number one. I'm Will, and here with me are Rebecca. Howdy. And Scott. Hello. At The Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting Masters of the Universe. So every week we review an episode of He-Man or She-Ra and discuss everything from the script and voice acting to Eternia fashions and the logistics of Skeletor's plans. Today we're reviewing season one, episode one, The Cosmic Comet. It originally aired on September 30th, 1983. In this episode, our synopsis says, A comet has turned evil and is working for Skeletor. He-Man must convince an old wizard named Zagraz with power over comets to help save Eternia. Man-at-Arms tells viewers they'll all make mistakes but to try, try again and remain confident. So who would like to explain what actually happened in this episode? Because I feel like that's that's a very tidy uh synopsis that i think gives the episode a little more credit because it's 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 there's a lot in there
1: the funny thing about these episodes i think something that we're going to see as we go through is that there is a lot of um there is a bit of zen to the world of eternia in that everything just is you know you want to just say like okay wait a minute so there's a Comet, you say, a cosmic comet, and it's going to help Skeletor rule Eternia? Why? And it doesn't matter. The answer is it doesn't matter. It just is. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry. Shut up and don't ask any questions, I think, is the question. That's the answer to the question.
0: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I think maybe it'll be more clear later, but I wasn't quite sure about the stakes of what they were fighting for either. I know Skeletor wants to get He-Man... Or he wants to get Castle Grayskull, but to what end? I'm not sure because I have seen no cities. I have seen no people. Eternia is a dump. Like that place, <laughs> straight up sucks. Like nobody wants to live there. He could he could probably go after a nice place uh, because Eternia is pretty much just from all I've seen. It's just a bunch of mud pits. There's all these people falling in muds, muds. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've seen I've seen mountain. I've seen I've I've seen Skull Castle. That good guys like, the good guys, the best they could get was a castle that looks like a skull. That is a crummy place. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't. I think Skeletor is aiming a little, aiming a little too low. But anyway, I guess maybe that <laughs> maybe that synopsis wasn't too bad. So, so basically, we got the two. The we got the comet. Skeletor harnesses the power of the comet that he's going to use to take over Castle Grayskull to rule all of Eternia. And then the He-Man folks and his friends, they want to go talk to the old crazy wizard to, to get him to get these comments back under control, make those comments behave so Skeletor can't be going after him. Is that pretty much right? Is that pretty much right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds about right. Okay.
1: Well, I, if we could just back up just a, just a tiny bit here, um, I would just like to say of the intro... Um, that I really appreciate how, you know, it, it's an intro that tells you everything that you need to know. Yeah, I
0: was going to make the same point. It
1: really lays it all out on the line. I mean, I I got to say not nearly enough not nearly enough shows do that. Now.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's good too for the first episode cuz you have no idea who these people are. <laughs> and, you know, it it it, it has a nice night. it's a nice walk through the first episode that you really don't know anybody, and then they're just like, here's some characters, and it, it just starts right in the middle of a season. There's no, there's
0: no intro story or anything else. So you're I right. Mean, yeah, this this yeah this show really did not have an intro story. We didn't see. It wasn't like um um uh it wasn't like the new Heart show when they're moving into the inn. It's like, well, here's our new life. I'll put my bags down here, and this will be my room. Yeah, we get we learn. Here's He Man. Here's my buds. We're gonna fight Skeletor, only sorceress and these other dudes know my power.
1: Well, and then especially what is very important and I think we can't stress this enough, is that fabulous secret powers <laughs>
0: right. were
1: what were revealed to him the day he held aloft his sword and said, By the power of Grey Skull I have the power. Now I don't know if later we're gonna find out exactly what makes his powers fabulous. You know exactly how he knew to say that because what if he didn't say the right words you know
2: yeah like many tries that he's trying to hold up the sword and saying <laughs> <Right>. other things
1: <laughs> that's true <laughs> you know so yeah by the power of me
2: let go my ego
1: <laughs> yeah that's none of, the, none of those yeah so
2: any any other 80s tagline you want to say it's, it's
0: yeah. where's the beef yeah
1: exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: he
0: would say something like that though so, so. yeah and he man he's not one of those um Spider-Man, humble with great power, comes with great responsibility. He's like, these powers are straight up fabulous. Like he is really happy about them. He's happy about being He-Man.
1: And apparently they do make him the strongest man in the universe. In the universe, mind you. In
0: all of existence, he is the strongest (laughs) entity that, that exists.
1: But I would also like to point out that without the powers, Prince Adam is like such a doofus that he like literally trips and falls at one point <laughs> in the episode and has to be rescued by Tila. Well, but I did, is, yeah. it, is
2: it is it is that an act or are you are you think he's actually That's what I want to know.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, he's like, he's like
2: I got a fooler, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I yeah, better yeah. be
0: tripping all the time. Yeah, is this like um Bruce Wayne has to act a little like nutty and so you don't suspect that he's Batman is he is he like well I like it. well I gotta go seeing King Ragnarson and like daddy look at these thingamabobs I can rotate around my head Like, that's good Adam or is he or, or or is he like really that much of a of a wiener and he and he's and he's like, well, thank God I can turn into He-Man He Man
2: sometimes. Well, I, I, I like earlier episode where his dad's like, oh, finally you're taking some re- responsibility. Yes, I <laughs> love that.
1: That is something that just cracked me up from the very get go. So we see He Man's parents twice in the episode. One at the beginning, and then one at the end when everything has been. Those are his parents, we think. Oh right, aren't they? I you guess, so. He's yeah, yeah, I guess so. I never
0: really made the connection he's when I was Prince. a kid. They're, they're, they're king the king and queen. And queen. Okay. okay all
1: right. right. <laughs> You're yeah. like, I don't know who those old people were <laughs> on the throne.
0: <laughs> the nice uh, castle daddy and castle mommy. Yeah. I don't know who
1: they <laughs> are. So, you know, we see them exactly twice in mm-hmm. the episode, and I do love how both times they manage to get in a dig about, like, how he's not responsible, and I just love, like, there's all this, like, backstory and this rich, like, you know, horrible narrative of Prince Adam just going around doing whatever like shooting a BB gun off the back of you know Castle Great like I I don't know what he's doing but apparently there's a forgetting to
0: feed Cringer doesn't pick up after Cringer
1: (laughs) some examples of Prince Adam being irresponsible Tila
0: can't take care of Cringer for you if Prince Adam
1: (laughs) right right Um... be more like Tila should, oh, and I'm sorry, can we clear this up? What is the relationship? Like, okay, Tila was there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. She clearly works in some capacity mm-hmm. in, in the castle. She is I in, think the, she's, in the employee.
0: I think she's like a big, I think she's captain of the guard. Okay. I think she's got like, she's like a official, like castle police.
1: Okay. So when he was like, She's like know. his,
0: he, she's supposed to be his protector. She's Prince Adam's protector, I think.
1: Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. You know? I
0: may be giving them a lot of credit, but is that, does that sound right? Do we I, 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 yeah, I think so. alright right Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't Man-at-Arms be the same thing,
1: though? Then? Oh, that's a good question. See, I feel
0: like Man-at-Arms is more like um, military general, and okay, she's right. more like um, castle castle business you
1: are really you have a lot of ideas about the uh social and political structure of i'm pretty Eternia. sure that's
0: how it works now i can't tell you anything about king, the, the king and the queen they <laughs> look like they were honestly painted into the background of the show to me they're like the play school people you put on a little bus i don't even care about them i think you could get them for free with some like burger king promotion uh yeah. when they came out well, they nobody wants to play
1: with figures.
0: them yeah yeah they 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 come in cereal boxes <laughs> But I, but I, yes, yes, they might have. That might be where I know it from. But I want to get back to uh, Prince Adam being a lay, lay about. Um, so to, to King Ragnar and Castle Mommy, what's Castle Mommy's name? I don't know. Okay, King Ragnar and Castle Mommy. <laughs> does he? Um, so in their eyes, pretty much all he's doing is laying around, eating grapes and getting jacked. Like he may be like worthless, but he is clearly working out all the time so what I'm I am fascinated with where he is lifting weights and where men at arms are lifting weights and what kind of decadent diet does he have to have to be that jack all the time do,
2: do, do, do you think he has to lift that many weights I mean he, he, I mean just to stay in shape a little bit but I mean just he man he just gains power you know from
0: <laughs> but from Prince Grace Adam. Adam. but Prince Adam but he's, right I mean, he's, he's
2: pretty big though. i I, I could see that yeah so do you
0: think do you think his muscles... Puff up a little bit when he's. Oh, I'm in. sure they puff up. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. have all that power inside you. Why wouldn't they? I guess so. I guess he does puff up a little bit. Rebecca, does he puff up?
1: Well, clearly he would have to. He puffs right? up a
0: little bit, but he, but Prince Adam's still got still got a lot of muscles. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're, they're yeah. useless muscles though. Like Prince Adam himself. He's not. He's, he's not, <laughs> not going to set the world on fire. But
0: we can agree, Prince Adam's eating 6,200 calories a day, easy, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. He's, he's
1: pretty Jacked. I'm looking yeah. at him right now. Yeah,
0: he is. He is really he's just jacked. breaking rocks and just yeah, you know, all day long. Yeah, he is lifting weights with man at arms all the time. Probably, probably King Ragnar makes him do it because he knows he's such an easy target. Like they have to, they have to persuade bad guys not to mess with him because if he has to tussle, he's not going to be able to handle it. So I'm just going to be i I'm going to be a just a little. I'm being mean to Prince Adam just a little bit longer.
1: Please. Um,
0: or, or Prince Adam Slash He Man, um,
1: Queen Marlena. Oh, Queen okay. Marlena. Okay. okay, excuse me.
0: For Castle Mommy is heretofore known as Queen Marlena until I forget her name.
1: <laughs> until which will happen <laughs> yes. soon.
0: Um So He Man when he comes out, he's kind of a he's kind of a funny figure when he comes out because he's got that little bob haircut. Um, it's kind of weird because he's supposed to be sort of like a Conan character, but he's got this beautiful blonde bob. And I don't really know. I don't really know. I, you sort of accept that when you're a kid. You're like, that's fine he just have. Beautiful-
1: yeah, that's just a good look.
0: Yeah. I mean, when look. you're a
1: kid, you don't have a very good haircut ever when you're <laughs> a kid. That's true. I mean, you know, that's true. it's like your mom putting a bowl around your head and cutting, or, you know, you go to Fantastic Sam's. Did y'all have Fantastic Sam's where you lived? No, never
2: yes. heard of it.
1: Okay, it's, so that, that was like a nationwide chain. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Fantastic. I, it it might have been more north. Sam's. And that never went down south. Yeah.
1: So yeah, maybe maybe never made it to Bainbridge. <laughs> that kind of
2: haircut technology did not make it to us, I guess.
1: Well, that's unfortunate <laughs> you, for you. You yep. can have fantastic a, hair. As yep. an
2: old dad joke, you just had the floby and you were good.
0: <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. So Prince Adam's hair not an oh, issue. Oh,
0: Tila definitely uses a floby. She's she's got a very complicated yeah. sort of bun tuck up kind of thing going on, I think. That was very complicated. It's probably
1: just a complicated updo, which you cannot appreciate because we (laughs) haven't seen her hair down.
0: That's true. That's true. Um I want to talk a little bit about their um about their clothing. So everybody I mean this is what everybody talks about with He Man, but everybody pretty much agrees uh fur fur shorts underpants. Everybody agrees that's that's a good look. Do we think this serves a practical function? Because everybody wears tights, is they just think it looks good. What's, His, what's the deal? Well, I'm, I'm,
2: sure, I'm sure it's cold there, so the, I mean the fur probably helps with it okay. being right. cold because, I mean, like you said, like it's a desolate land, so I'm sure mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't hold the heat
0: very well. It's a anything. cold desert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: it gets real cold at night. Okay. It turns as All right, so we
0: think it's practical. Yeah. Okay. We think that's good. Okay. Speaking of practicality, one more one more thing. And I promise I'm gonna leave Prince Adam alone. <laughs> His sword is completely blunt. There is no way that sword is cutting everything. It, anything it has completely round edges. It is basically a cudgel, and I'm very confused about how he is using this sword. Does it look? Does it look like it has an edge to you guys? Or I mean, it has a little
2: edge. I mean, he's the strongest man in the universe, so it could be a spoon, <laughs> and he could be shoving it through somebody. It's he like, would cut a,
1: somebody with a log. It's a frosting yeah. spatula, basically, <laughs> okay. and he can use that. Okay. You know, all right. And, actually, if we, you know, just jump ahead real fast to the to the first episode of She-Ra, mm-hmm. just really quick. You know, he is baking bread when he gets the call True. to adventure. True, I'm just saying, so maybe it is actually a frosting spatula.
0: So probably, he's got to eat 6,200 calories a day. <laughs> right,
1: <Yeah. laughs> right. Uh, it's a dirty bulk. It's yeah, always a dirty all, bulk.
0: Yeah, he's, he's yeah, definitely. <laughs>
1: yeah, Prince Adam's not, he's not eating the clean food.
0: So, can we go from... while we're doing introductions, can we go from Prince Adam slash He-Man to Skeletor and evil Inn? They also are working out pretty good. Everybody's working out real good.
1: Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I really do get the feeling that the entirety of, you know, evil Inn and Skeletor's day just consists of, like, well, okay, what's today's plan, you know, to foil (laughs) He-Man? And they conveniently were looking at the sky, and apparently the cosmic comet was there... They never explained if it was a temporary thing or if it was just always there, and they just got the idea today. But you know, we open on Skeletor's crew, which at this point was Evil Inn and Beast Man.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's the only henchman in this episode, right? And then so... they they hold hands. <laughs>
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the little baffling little bit of animation there, um, and and they just decide, and it is stated that if. Um, they are to... If, if Skeletor is able to take control of the Cosmic Comet, then he can rule mm-hmm. Eternia. And that is... That's it. That is what we are to accept.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if the Comet's are just like... He can just do general... Just His magical powers are just enhanced uh, by his connection to the Comet, or specifically the Comet will let me make those little creepy minion guys, and he can just make as many of those as he wants to.
2: Well, I, th- I, th- I think they reference that later on in the episode. They say, like, his... Uh, when when uh, when he hits them and then they 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 all get stunned mm-hmm. and then uh, the sorcerer saves them by transporting them back to gray skull he they say you know after that that his power has increased that's right so he, so he did have
0: so he had to have a little bit of power before okay so we just got more power yeah
1: so and, and it all is a little bit iffy too because from what I could tell, when the ceremony was done by Skeletor and Evelyn and uh, Beastman. Beast
0: Man. Beastman had a little bit of power, too. Yeah, Beastman well, got know. a little bit of magic.
1: <laughs> he, was, he was helping. We okay? give
0: a little bit. Me, <laughs> me contribute to this group. Yeah. So, you know, He's there, evil enough. Yeah. This
1: ceremony, as far as I could tell, consisted of them holding hands, yes, um, like best friends, and shooting magic. At the comet, just generally, just you know, like I'm just gonna stand here. I'm gonna shoot a little magic at it, and then now I control it. I think that's he's just his.
0: I think that's just his magic line on it. I think that's just like his telephone wire from him to the comet to transfer and receive power.
1: That is a that's a very charitable explanation <laughs> of what was pretty vague. I'm just gonna say
0: to be evil. They're pretty. I mean, if they if they went to a therapist or something, they've got a pretty okay family unit. Well, they're I very think supportive. So. I mean, well, they turn on each other a little bit, but they they generally support each other. They hold hands,
1: <laughs> like a
0: family does, only for evil purposes. Wow. <laughs> That's right, true.
1: right. As they said during the ceremony, uh, "Let our evil grow, let it reach out." So that you know that does it's the same thing. It's like the blessing at Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> well, they share values.
2: They share values. That's
1: true. They share goals. Mm-hmm.
2: Whether it be evil or good, I mean,
0: they they they, they do share values. Yeah. yeah, and these man's like Skeletor and Evil ends child. And you and I, dear Evelyn, will call upon the cosmic comet to defeat he man once and for all.
1: I would like to ask Skeletor, and and maybe we'll someday learn the answer to this question, but why do you want to rule Eternia? I mean, you know, if I'm his therapist and Mm -hmm. I wish I could be, Mm -hmm. you know, that would be great. But, you know, really... What, what what's the appeal? Is it I yeah,
2: I mean is it gold power? I mean, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's mostly just power, but you know. Well,
1: we
0: could we be other it. things. Yeah, we did establish that Eternia is kind of a dump. Um
1: So he thinks he can't do better than Eternia. That's sad.
0: <laughs> that is true. I'm cheating a little bit, <laughs> but in the 2002 He-Man, they tried to clean that up a little bit, and I think there was some business with uh Skeletor originally being entitled to some sort of stake in the ruling or something but he was just like a you know the mean uncle trope and got skeletorized and all that stuff so they tried a little bit but but we can't give we can't give 1983 credit for that
1: oh it feels so evil we are helpfully told by sorceress that um what has happened here is that skeletor has is trying to take control of the cosmic comet and it will be up to he-man to stop him naturally and so he must seek the counsel of zagraz Z- zagraz there was some
0: i don't think he knows how to say They it were. i right.
1: was gonna say there wasn't there wasn't a lot of consistency with the pronunciation there but the wizard um to uh to make this happen and zagraz is um is an old wizard with the face of an 1890s prospector <laughs> and a little bandana, like a 1990s Andre Agassi, like you know, in his heyday. So he's. I think, he's got I a mean, lo-
0: dude, you didn't even talk about his voice. Like, what was what's with his voice? Like, yeah, I so, with yeah, so I'm gonna have a response for both of you. One headband. I was gonna I was gonna say I see it more as like a um, like a uh, Cheech and Chong hippie kind of thing. I, that's the way I saw it, and his voice—he sent it to me like he fell right out of his right out of his square on Hollywood Squares or something. Oh my, visitors, oh,
2: how wonderful! <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. I wasn't expecting the voice when I first heard it. And you're just like, what?
1: Yeah, I think we can all agree in terms of charisma, Zagrez, and Prince Adam. He kind of
0: took me out of the world a little bit. I mean, we got we were seeing Beastman Man and uh, Skeletor and Evil lynn do some cool fantasy sorcery type stuff, and then we have to go visit the, the Scooby Doo friend. I didn't I didn't enjoy him that much.
2: The time has come.
0: Join hands as we bring together our mystic powers.
1: Uh, and speaking of voices, did you guys notice how uh, Skeletor always has reverb on his voice? Yes. I enjoyed that psychoacoustically. We use reverb, you know, in a recording to tell you. First of all, the distance from yourself, between yourself and the sound source, and then the kind of room or space that they're in. And apparently, Skeletor is always like at the YMCA pool, <laughs> you know? So it'll just holler out, like, you know. The, that the, that, the,
2: that the, snake, <laughs> snake's
0: throat's really, really hollow. So apparently. it just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's some metal
1: in there. There's some cavernous uh, openings in Skeletor, which I love, <laughs> you know?
0: Oh, this is a good opportunity to bring this back up. Scott, you used to be a lifeguard. If Beast Man is running around the pool, how do you tell Beast Man to knock it off? What do you say?
2: Oh, right, you tell him. You, you tell him. Yeah, walk, walk, not run. Yeah, or, <laughs> me or, or sorry, you, or yeah, or, or you, you have to sit out for like five minutes. Me, me do better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. That's that's got got to take him a while to towel off because he seems very hairy. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. They probably have to take Beast Man to the pool sometimes.
2: Yeah, I mean he he'd be using the hand
0: dryer for a while trying to dry off. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah.
1: I feel Beastman probably has tragically low self-esteem because, I mean, we're not like two minutes into the episode and He-Man's already insulting. I'm sorry, Prince Adam's already insulting him. We're not even He-Man yet. Mm-hmm. He calls him Furface, which was rude.
0: That was rude fighting it was, first. It, was, it wasn't Prince Adam. It was He-Man right away,
1: right? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I guess Yeah, Pre- yeah Prince
0: yeah, Adam they're, did not they're, get involved. They're,
2: they're, just, they're just attacking him. Oh, where were the we They're like, they the door. just sitting there waiting for him and you're just like, they opened and the he thing, was already like,
1: He-Man. Yeah,
2: yeah. You're like, wait, wait, what? Like, Was he just sitting behind the door just waiting for them to use their, you're right. use their power? He-Man. Right you are, fur face. I, I just, I, about that whole scene, it's like they they, 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 they they, fall into the mud. They get knocked in the mud. And then it's like, and then they're just like, He-Man and Man-Arms are just like, and they're done, you know, we'll, we'll, they'll be back. And you're like, just go get them. <laughs> just, just like arrest them. What yeah, yeah. Like, there's, yeah there's they're like right down there. Do they have a jail? Yeah, good quest, good, good. Maybe maybe it's overcrowded, and they can't, they're like, ah, they're they're whatever. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be back for their hygiene.
1: (laughs) Man in Arms is like, I'm not doing any paperwork today, you
0: man.
1: (laughs) Done. All right, so um, while they are attempting to uh, take down the cosmic comet that is now under Skeletor's control, um, there are little minion men who are manufactured by Skeletor with comet power. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Skeletor did no work to think about what these guys should look like. They had no costumes. They were just blank, blank men.
1: Can you just imagine the animators saying like, I'm not, I don't even know what you want here. What, they come from a rock. Okay, Gray, like you're done.
0: (laughs) I'm, I'm old. I used to draw Mickey Mouse. I came up with a beast, man. I'm done. I'm going home at five. Okay, I'm done. You're getting rock, Men."
1: Did the Rockmen even have names? They didn't. No. Right? No, no
0: Z- Zagras told us something like, they're unliving creatures, or something like that. <laughs> that that's a good Zagras. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the best I can do. Yeah. So,
1: um, you know, in this instance, <laughs> we <you> are... do you know? <laughs> um, with no help from Zagros, who is worthless, although he's working on it.
0: Is he as worthless as Prince Adam? Yes. Yeah, he's definitely. Yeah.
1: Definitely um they would they you could see why they would hang out you know even if only this time mm-hmm. even though i think Zagras said someone no one had visited him in something like 200 years and it's like well if this is how you act i missed that when you get like, why when they show up at his place It's yeah. like no one's come to visit me for 200 I years i wonder why and then you know <laughs> it's like well i think you answered your own question zagra's very sorry but he
0: screwed up that comment we all remember
1: Right, and so and we do, we do find out the tragic background, which is that apparently uh, uh, the comet was, uh, it, it had twin souls at some point, and it was happy.
0: He's a comet murderer.
1: Yeah, and, and, and Zagraz in his past did something to make one of the comet souls I?
0: I think so, but then... He, he
2: used too much power. Too yeah. much it power. All, it like, yeah, it, it killed
1: it. Way to go, dude. Yeah. And then, you know, that was the end and of the comet.
2: Creating, it, it, it suffered over time and loneliness.
1: Right. Yes, comets can get lonely, which is something that I learned in this episode. Um, and then, so that that so was why it was susceptible to Skeletor's power. This is all comet science, I assume we all need to know.
0: So when the Rock Men show up, though, this is the first time we get to see... Um, Uh, Prince Adam transition into Um, He-Man. I got to thinking, that must be super annoying and stressful for all the Castle Grayskull staff. They're like, we really... We really depend on He-Man when stuff goes down. We really need He-Man to come up. But we have no way of getting in contact with him. Prince Adam <laughs> knows him a little bit somehow, but he's a real flake. We're just going to have to really hope that uh, He-Man shows up when this happens. That's true. I think it's really rude. You would think that somebody would be like, He-Man, we appreciate what you're doing, but you're kind of in the wind after <laughs> after this after right. this all calms down. That's, it's kind of stressing us out.
1: that uh, does seem a little stressful now that you mention it. Of course, only you would, like, imagine this fictitious, like, Castle Grayskull employee who's just so stressed out about the whereabouts of He-Man. What
0: are we going to do the one time He-Man doesn't show up? I don't know. They need to give him a little beeper. He-Man needs a little beeper he can wear so he can know when to show up.
1: I'm already exhausted thinking about all the different times that they're going to have to (laughs) say, Is Prince Adam safe? Like, yes, he's safe. Like, now I'm He-Man. Don't ask any questions. It's okay. Because that already, you know, that does. Yeah, it
2: just had te- teal ass. <laughs> and you're just like, you're like, hey, is, is he just? Did they lock him up somewhere? Is he like? <laughs> right. He's just like, he's okay. <laughs> Prince he's Adam. Adam is napping. Like, okay, so and like, and with, with like, with like, Battle Cat, like, you know, and they're like, D- does anybody ever ask about Cringer? Yeah,
0: where does Cringer go? It's just yeah. like, yeah,
2: and they're like, they're just like, oh, he's with Prince Adam.
0: Okay, the animation that they show during the He-Man transformation and the Cringer transformation, Cringer looks straight up terrified of becoming Battle Cat. He is not oh. enjoying the process of becoming Battle Cat. He does not want to become Battle Cat. Yeah, And so, I don't know if it's painful or just seeing lightning come at you is distressing if you're a cat. I'm not sure. You would think after like the 20th time or
2: something, <laughs> he he'd be, you'd be a little bit better, maybe. Were
0: you surprised to remember that Cringer can talk? Uh...
2: Yeah. Yes, a little
0: bit. I had no idea he could talk. I don't remember that at all.
2: I, I, I do remember it. I, I thought it was more like a Scooby-Doo thing, kind of mm-hmm. like it, it
0: was like. Yeah, he is real Scooby-Doo-ish.
1: And um, also voiced by Alan Oppenheimer. Okay. Is that correct? The uh man who voices Skeletor. Oh, I didn't and know other, that. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, funny. I'm gonna ah. I can have a little more respect for them for him. I
1: know, right? It's slightly less grating to yeah. listen to. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. I, Rebecca, I really appreciate that you're trying your best to keep us on task because I,
1: <laughs> I just the episode is exhausting. Yeah. And I, I just feel I just feel there's a lot going on and we just have so many questions.
0: Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I've just noticed I'm sort of well, I'm it, sort of it, in it, the woods on this. Sorry. Are we, are we still on the we still on the the? Rock, the astro- I think we can get away from astro- the rock
2: man. Oh, that's oh, you bad. I was, oh, was, no, was, 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 was going to say that, that uh, from earlier, you were saying man at arms. Yeah. Um, that's after Tila tries her freeze ray on. Oh yeah. And then Orko says he ate that like ice cream. <laughs> and then and then man in arms says well why don't you chew on this here we go, and, we that's go. What, and, and then, he shoots it, stuff. And then the, the 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 rock man splits it in two and then gets both tila and man in arms yeah yeah
0: so yeah i forgot about that yeah yeah what wait a minute what did he say again the chew on this chew on this yeah that's pretty good yeah yeah that's pretty good <laughs> okay and so yeah and so... They,
1: they they do seem very poorly matched yeah. You know, as a team. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> yeah. Pretty much their strategy is survive until He-Man shows up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, then they get teleported away, right? No, no, no. They're just knocked out. And then He-Man comes. Then He-Man comes. But then they get teleported away? No, Rebecca's Eventually, happens? right? No,
1: they get
2: teleported
0: away. Okay. What happens after Rockman?
1: Well,
2: well they, they he blows them up. And then Orco vacuums it up right. with his sleeve. Oh, they just go home. And they just go oh, yeah, yeah. They just go home. Oh, yeah, they they go just fine. Wake, wake up. They, they oh, got right. stunned.
0: Okay. From the gun. I
1: feel that Sorceress was involved. I would, in I would assume you, you would put your
0: gun not on, yet. That's on, exactly on, good on there kill
2: been, yeah. if you're going after
1: Rockman.
0: Yeah.
2: You're not like just kind of stun them. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is only like a stun gun, but...
1: Oh, right. Yeah. No, because I have a note here that they, uh, they're they traveling in Attack Track. So, toy alert. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is I the assumed, first big toy.
1: I assumed Attack Track was a toy yes. that you could buy. Yes. Yeah, so it was like He-Man's Knight Rider. He-Man is yeah, with him.
2: He's, he's very
0: snarky. Yes. He, is, I, he had I, a strange I, personality. Yes, he is a sentient uh, family van that is kind of a sociopath. He's like, He-Man, would you like me to straight up murder that guy in the plane? Sounds like a good idea, Attack Track. Yeah, That's pretty much what happened. Attack
1: Track has <laughs> entirely also, too much he's power. He's also
2: very specific. <laughs> like. We'll arrive at our destination in 2.607 <laughs> seconds. And yeah. you're just like, okay.
1: And he is very sassy. He calls Skeletor old bonehead. Yeah, he wants to he get it. in on it. He's. he's I
0: don't know uh, why he needs to be sentient.
1: I don't know. I'm not either. sure what
0: the implications are for having a sentient van. And also,
1: I'm sure that when you bought the toy, there was like no electronics involved in no. it. That, that would have been too costly to manufacture. So you just had to imagine that your own attack track was saying all this awesome stuff. And it probably, <laughs> would, it probably was not. Arrival in 2.709 seconds.
0: All passengers be prepared. Old Phonehead is probably waiting. It's funny how they kind of can't get away from the whole scooby Dooish ish stuff, because it is kind of like the little the little family van. It's like He-Man's in there with his like sister kind of character, Tila, and the dad character, Man-at-Arms, and their little family Scooby-Doo pet, Cringer, and Man-at-Arms is in there using the cigarette lighter or whatever, and then uh, the Attack Tracks just taking on a little family trip to go whoop up on Skeletor. <clears throat> He, but he really did uh, shoot that dude right out of the sky in the mud again. They did not know that would not kill Beast Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't care. And where's the love for poor Beast Man? Beast he, he Man, he just so clipped
0: his wings.
2: He knew he might be all right.
0: They got lucky Ajector-ish that Eternia is such a crummy place there was mud pits. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, also, Beast Man has a pilot's license. Beast Man, Beast Man <laughs> right. has logged some hours. He knows, Beastman knows how to fly a plane. That's pretty good for Beastman. Yeah, yeah. He definitely works harder than Prince Adam. You,
2: you, you would assume <laughs> with a name like Beastman, he would, would just be a meathead or
0: something. <laughs> yeah.
1: He is a man of many skills. Yeah, I, I picture sh- him
0: just doing a jig or capering around the castle all the time.
1: He is sadly underappreciated. <laughs> Rebecca,
0: Poor what Beast happens man. next? Keep us on track. What oh, happens? Oh,
1: God. I don't even know. Um, oh, then. What- right, so we, we've discussed how Orko um, was smart enough to vacuum up little tiny pieces of the rocket with his arm sleeve Mm -hmm. mechanism, his sleeve which is also a vacuum cleaner and that would be very convenient for my life I was just thinking, you know, I do a lot of vacuuming Um, (laughs) a lot of pet hair in the house but um, so, you know, he had the foresight to do that and then um, that was very handy because the next time when they are meeting with sorceress who has an idea for how they can defeat Skeletor
0: Right, because for the attack track, they got out of the car, sort of puffed their chest out at Skeletor. Skeletor's got lots of powers and zapped them, and Sorceress beamed them back. Yeah,
1: oh, the there out. we go. That's when she beamed them. Yeah. I knew she beamed them. Okay, at we're, some on point. Now. Yeah,
0: we're on yeah, track. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. First we go. episode. First episode. We're doing all right.
1: I know, right? This is this we're doing all right. Too
0: much hard. stuff going on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so uh, then at that point, uh, she informs us. Sorceress informs us that if you can restore the twin comet to the cosmic comet that Skeletor now controls, then maybe it will be happy again, and then it will no longer be susceptible to Skeletor's control. But it's very, very important that um, you have to think of the goodness in your own heart, you know, in order for this magical ceremony to work properly.
2: Well, they have to counteract the, the evil that, that Beastman, Lynn and Skeletor hold hands for and <laughs> right. send up to the comet. <laughs>
1: right which just just doesn't even seem right they held hands it should count as goodness i don't know <laughs> i don't i don't understand comments you know clearly so
0: magic is like just passion based it's just like how much pure evil or pure good you have
1: it seems like it
0: Okay Or how much Hold hold hand handsingness You, you possess hand,
1: hand holding this Is a, <laughs> it's a It's a trait of magic <laughs> I um, Also just enjoy As a side note If you're watching on Netflix And you have the captions on As You have to have them on If, if you're old Like we're old And mm-hmm. so you have to be able to Read what's happening Or you happening. have kids Like I do Oh right they, See yeah they're screaming
2: Or something <laughs> Whatever yeah.
1: um, Whenever they do A sound effect For one of the magic Noises The sound effect they use They always say That it's warbling and um, I enjoy that, that's all. Yeah,
0: that's the that's yeah, Magic a does
1: a of... warbling sound. It's warbling. That's so, good.
0: So, uh, uh, this is something I wanted to talk about when Zagraz is putting the comets back together and he's like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, don't you know? Uh, He-Man, when He-Man turns from Prince Adam into He-Man, he's like, on tranquilizers and has no concept of like risk assessment or anything everything's gonna be fine he's not worried at all he's like I have faith in you it's gonna be fine you can do it Zargaz
1: See, and, and I, I, I made a note that um I found He-Man's encouragement very perfunctory, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, He-Man was not really, like... He never he,
0: understands the stakes. He never no, appreciates them. No, he,
1: he was just like, like, just try your best and try, try again. It's okay. And then he was just done. Just do it. Yeah, he was pieced out. Like, he was already, like, exiting stage left at that point. Like, He-Man was just not in this. And, of course, it was up to Teela to do the heavy lifting. Like, she had to really, like, that's okay, Zacharias. You know, you should...
0: She was very nurturing to Zogoraz. She was.
1: You know, there was a lot of heart in this in this team, and it he, was not coming from He-Man. I'm He-Man was say...
0: not getting I feel like Zogoraz was trying mm-hmm. to explain to him, like, magic is very compre- complicated, you lunkhead. It's a very fine... <laughs> you <boom."> Fine <laughs> needle to thread. And he's like, do better. It's time to forget your mistake. I know you can do it. <laughs> Try harder than you have in the last two hundred years. Right now. And but and he did. And then and then he's like, Sorceress, toss me up there. And then he and he just Superman stopped Skeletor's flying thing.
1: I suppose that did happen, and I've completely forgotten It's because your
0: brain would not allow you to remember that occurred. No, it was yeah. Zagros did that? No, Sorceress. Oh. She like, gave, uh, gave He-Man a boost. Just oh, He-Man, a... He-Man. Okay, yeah. She He-Man just lobbed him up yet, there. Yeah. yeah uh, so...
2: I, was like, I was like, what's Zagros doing at? I'm
0: like, I don't remember that. Skel- oh, you're
1: just a useless old wizard.
0: Skeletor had another flying contraption. They've got a. They've got a pretty good yeah, they, got a, they got a fleet. Sorry. Yeah, they got a they got a good fleet. It's behind, and they State all have Mountain. to travel together like a family, which I also appreciated. With, with was the beast man in the middle? Does he have to sit between between them like a kid? <laughs> I think he does. He doesn't does even he? get
1: a seatbelt. He That's so does <laughs> He
0: just gets a lap belt. Me probably gonna die <laughs> between evil mommy and evil daddy. It's
1: like, Relax,
0: you boob. There are mud pits everywhere. It's a softball. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, and then another thing I think we need to mention is that uh, when the ceremony to uh, create the new happy cosmic comet was completed, the comet thanked them for their work. The comet can talk. Comets can talk. So
0: Yeah. That, Did anybody else get a real evil feeling from that comet? I felt <laughs> like he was just giving them lips. So I was like, Thank you for bringing me back. I promise to totally be good now. He had like a real vibe, like that orb from that uh, from the movie Heavy Metal. He was, he was. I felt like he was going to do some bad stuff now that <laughs> they brought him back. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, now
2: I got two. Now I'm more powerful. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I got that good Skeletor stuff. I'm going to stir some mess up. Raj did it. Look.
2: Thank you all for bringing me
1: back. <laughs> and thank you for helping me Find my heart again. We
0: know you can do it.
1: I would, I would, yeah, I can only imagine.
0: Um, I only (laughs) had one more note here.
1: I want to see the comic get a spin-off show. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's
0: like, i already drawn too many characters. You're not getting a spin-off
1: show. (laughs) No, no, they definitely need one. They definitely need one. I was
0: surprised. Having
1: a laugh, having some fun. Fun with COVID in me. I already got the theme song going. Absolutely.
0: All right, well that's half the work. I guess we can do it.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like it's just a glowing ball. It's just draw a circle. And I can draw
0: circles. <laughs> I can draw circles, but I'm not staying until 5:02. Okay, I'm not doing it.
1: God, I'm glad I get my spinoff.
0: <laughs> I worked on Bambi. I don't know how many times I have to tell you. I, I don't need to work on this garbage. Okay, it's an embarrassment. I've drawn Beast Man's too much.
2: Oh
1: uh,
0: yeah. I was surprised when I heard Evil for the first time, that she had a smoker's voice. She had she had kind of a real dirty voice. I guess I wasn't expecting that. But
1: She did have a fabulous voice. I enjoyed and it. And
0: you wonder, Chicken Before the Egg, would she have been more of a sorceress type character, or do you feel like when she heard herself speak she was like, Well, I guess <laughs> I gotta find a skeletor type guy to hang around and be the babe the magic babe with
1: it is a chicken and egg scenario. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, well, Do you,
2: you think it's just an environment of Snake Mountain, maybe? Maybe. <laughs> it's, a, like, it's too much because of the lava and it's too much smoke. Like, it's oh, just, yeah, yeah. It just gives her that. I that think raspy. that's true. I she
1: think
0: that's true. She just needs
1: a dehumidifier and an air purifier, and then she'll be like, I'm even then. And that would be so sad,
0: though. I feel like if she... Well, re- she wouldn't be evil Lynn anymore. She'd be <laughs> She'd be Lynn. Yeah. She'd be Lynn. she She came over to Castle Grayskull and was like, look, I just want to tell you, I'm super embarrassed about all the stuff that's happening. I'm going by Lynn now.
1: <laughs> I traded my purple outfit for, like, a pink one, yeah. you know. No. no.
0: I can look after Prince Adam, make sure he's being useful. Just let me in.
1: Don't do that to evil Lynn, man. That just makes me so sad.
0: So, shall we go ahead and talk about the moral? Sure. Wh- what we learned? Sure. So... Um, uh, this is sort of like the end of the G.I. Joe episodes, which I do remember. I didn't remember that this was a big part of the He-Man show, but Man-at-Arms, who is kind of like the He-Man daddy because of his mustache, I guess, he uh, tells us that you're going to fail sometimes. Everybody does. But if you uh, fail, just try, try again. Is that pretty much right? Did that, I get that, that right? That
1: was, that was the lesson, yes. Okay.
0: How do we feel about this lesson? Is this a, a, As an adult, so you've you've heard this when you were a kid, Maybe you tried to follow man-at-arms advice while you were growing up. Does this pan out? Is this good advice?
1: I've got to say that, you know, sometimes you try again. If you're not trying differently, you're probably just going to get frustrated.
0: Yeah, I feel like he was saying. If <laughs> There's you... some
1: nuance there. Man at Arms is missing. Yeah,
0: I, I feel like his heart's in the right place, but I feel like he was saying, if you failed, you probably weren't trying hard enough, which is kind of what I feel like He Man was feeling when he was talking to Zagras. I think a better lesson would be, don't expect to succeed if you didn't work for it. Basically, <laughs> basically, practice makes perfect, and he was just saying, like anything you want to do, you should be able to get it if you do it enough. T- if you just, if you failed, you weren't trying hard enough. So I don't think that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too happy. This with is that. just
1: a tragic misunderstanding of comic magic. I think is what it it's What it boils down to.
0: And man at arms would probably be like, I didn't know you I, were going to be talking <laughs> about what I was going to be <laughs> saying. I was just trying to be nice. So. Yeah, with 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 uh, Zagras, I, I felt it was more of a confidence thing. It wasn't
2: like he wasn't trying. Yeah, it didn't. Like, even that's like, it like, exactly no, that's right. Bit, yeah. True. So 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 like yeah. the whole that that old lesson wasn't applying to him. Like yeah. I guess I guess it, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I mean, maybe it just needed more man at arms. Not not just one sentence. Maybe he mm-hmm. needed two or three cents. Okay. Something about confidence and getting more confidence, and then you can have, have the ability to try a little so, bit more.
1: So, man-in-arms has never had a confidence problem in his life, clearly, you know. Like, well, he's got, got that like... power
0: mustache. He's been in NOM. <laughs> I'm
1: great. Yeah. <laughs> he is has, he has not
0: worried What's about it. What's your problem, Zagraz? You're the worst. <laughs> Eat on Zagraz. Be more confident, you wimp. Let's see you chew on this.
1: Man in Arms' is performance Mm -hmm. and just, you know, the performance of the episode. I mean, I would give this a solid three and a half cringers out of five. Three and a half out of
0: five? Okay. I mean,
1: you know, you got to start kind of like, you got to start in the low mids. You know, it's the beginning of the semester. We got to see what everybody's going to do. We got to establish a baseline.
0: That might be the best he could do, yeah.
1: Maybe it is. And also,
0: just karmically, since this is our first episode, maybe we're going to be charitable to him as well.
1: You think that was a charitable score?
0: Oh uh, yeah, I definitely think so. Oh okay.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I'm okay. Um, I'm gonna go. No, nah, I'm going That's two so... and a half. I'm going two and a half. Two and a half That was arms. a
1: failing score. That's so sad.
0: How's it failing? All right, his parents I mean, complain. He gets a three. He gets three cringers. Okay, Scott, what do you grade him? <laughs> three out of five. Three out of five on this moral. I mean,
1: what anything out of five? How many cringers out of
0: five in this moral? <laughs> I would go with your original two, two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Gosh. All right. All right. It's, it's 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 tough, man at arms. You got to do a little bit better. Should we um rate this episode? I think we should. Let's do it. Let's do a one out of five on this episode.
1: What? I guess I guess i will just do a three out of five. Okay. I mean, Get I don't a know. a level setting. Okay. Sure, level setting. That's what it is. Okay. You know, I don't know where we're going here, and I have so many questions, particularly about Prince Adam and his party past. I really want to know about <laughs> that more than anything. You know, and then of course I want to know everything about Skeletor and Evil N and their wonderful relationship. Yeah, I'm
0: gonna go 3.5 because often you go back and look at old things, they don't hold up as well as you want them to. And I was totally caught up in this. There were fast cuts, so it kept my attention. Um, uh, there were, it was Skeletor was as great as I remember. He man was as hilarious as I remember. I love the sword and sorcery meets uh, sci-fi type vibe. Pretty good. I'm pretty happy with this. What do you think, Scott?
2: Uh, I, I would do, I would do about three. I, 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 I did enjoy customer. This is going to be a long podcast. <laughs> it is. It, it's going to be tough for them. Because I, I, I feel like if you take it and boil it down and say, like, this is the first episode I ever saw, like, in my entire life. You, were, you, were, you had no clue about the toys or anything else. Like, you're just, like, you're just dropped into this world. You know they don't—they don't give a lot of intro and you okay, know. Okay, yeah, this what's bugged you. That, yeah. that, that, that does bug me, mm-hmm. and it,
0: I guess I don't know. It was oh, other than that, it, the episode wasn't that bad. I liked it. It was—it was good. Okay. Yeah, one, one more thing I was going to add that reminded me is I thought it was kind of weird we didn't see a lot of the other henchmen or anything, not a lot of toys yet. I guess they were thinking, it's like, we're just going to, Man's about all you need for right Push now. Push the
1: attack track. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You're doing fine, Oh you not know? Just keep concentrating. Uh, that's uh, very impressive, son.
0: Thanks, father. A few production notes. You can connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or our website at www.thewizardsnightshirt.com. And, of course, you can download the show on iTunes. And please be sure to leave us a review. It helps people find the podcast so it can grow. If you haven't already, please tell your friends about us and sign up for the newsletter through our Facebook page or our website. We'll let you know when new episodes are out and we'll keep you updated on how things are going. If you'd like to have a question or comment discussed on the show, please email us at rumors at wizardsnightshirt.com Thanks for listening, and remember, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again.
1: Do the same thing every time. It'll go <laughs> yep. great.
0: Yep, it'll work <laughs> out
2: in the end. We promise.